Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. DIY Money. I can't hear you. I don't know what to tell you. Take your earmuffs off. What are you doing now? There we go. You you can keep going. Was I not even plugged in? I was. I couldn't. My headphones. Oh, oh, got it. Got it. Logan moved everything for. Oh, it's Logan's fault. Boot camp or something. Mm -hmm. Drop and give me twenty. Boot camp was awesome. Was. Oh my goodness! The feedback still rolling in. If you missed it, look. Put it on your Christmas list. Uh, I mean, you missed the 99 bucks. Hey, it is what it is. Now it's 499, but you know what? It's still a value. And I think that uh, you get you roll on over to DIYmoney.org. Uh, it's on there. You can just click boot camp, download or pay. <laughs> then you download and uh, it's great content that you can keep forever and revisit and review a lot for different stages of life. It's awesome. You didn't do too shabby yourself there, young man. Who's all right? Need more coffee, excellent. I guess. Yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right, uh, housekeeping odds and ends. Great questions rolling in. Lost the females again. I don't know what the deal is. I know you're out there. Half of you or more are in the tribe. So you know what? Send us a question. Get on your uh, get on your smartphone. Record your audio clip. Send it to podcast at diymoney.org. And I'm going to give the females some love. If you if you send us a question, you're going to the top, top of the list, e- easily. Twenty five dollar Amazon gift card, boom in your in your inbox. If we use your question, but we will if you're a female. I mean, I don't know what the deal is. As long is. as it's a good question, is it the bromance? Maybe we. You know what we need to do? We need to bring back Kelly Carl's. What we need to do? We need a female yeah. in here every once in a while. I am a woman. Hear me roll. Fix things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I know too much to uh, yeah, for sure. What else? Housekeeping. Uh, yeah, tribe. I already mentioned that. Rocking and rolling. I don't know what happened. Did our numbers go crazy? I got like fifty new members the other day. I don't know. I'll check. Nuts. Uh, so YouTube still cranking. YouTube. Yep. DIY money on YouTube. Uh, Insta. DIY dot money. Got to throw that dot in there over there. The Insta. Because somebody had DIY dot. no dot money. We got to reach out to them and be like, yo. You're not using it. I don't think they actually are. My kid came back from camp. He's got a new got a new phrase. He says gas now. Gas? Yeah, not like, ooh, I had some gas, but gas. Gas. That's gas. What's wrong with kids these days? I have no idea. <laughs> what do he say to me? I better, what do you, ah, scramble something, or he's going to flip me like an omelet, or I don't know. He's What he's, is up with DIY dot, no dot money? 21 followers and 14 posts? That's terrible. Ridiculous. What are those? What are those memes or what are those things there that they're posting on? I can't read that language. I don't what know. What is it? Oh, yeah. All right. Somebody, hey, uh, any of you Insta people out there that are rocking and that you know how this all works, help us reach out to DIY Money. We need to, we need to get that account. We need to figure out who owns that account. Make them an offer they can't refuse. <laughs> Can we go to our question today? <laughs> Just get to it. Who do we got? We got Caleb. Do you have a new watch or is that your new Garmin? That's been on my list for a while. Not sponsored by the show. We should be. It's not as nice as yours. Why? Because it doesn't have the bezel. uh, What is a bezel? Isn't the bezel this part? No, the bezel's the top. I don't know. 
Mine doesn't have the cool shiny part that yours has. Mm, but it does swim Prime. metrics. I don't know if yours does swimming. Uh, I don't know. Let's get to the question. All right. What's, uh, who's it Caleb. From? Caleb, what do you got? DIY! How's it going, DIY money? This is Caleb from Dallas. Coming at you with a question. Uh, first off, got to say that I do love the bro talk. It's nice to hear that y'all are humans behind the mic rather than just financial robots. So, loving the bro talk. I do think the sound bites could improve. They're a little cheesy, just being honest with you. Oh! Uh, that being said, my question today is, uh, overarchingly, when should someone start considering looking into finan- a financial advisor? Um, I was talking with a buddy of mine, and we're both big four public accountants, and uh, you know we do Roth 401ks, Roth IRAs, and HSAs, and at this point, we max out the HSA, max out the Roth IRA, and uh, anything left over that we were able to afford to save um, gets split between straight cash for certain needs and our uh, 401k. So 401k being a target date fund, HSA being you know less risky type funds, and then Roth IRA being where our uh, true risk lies. Um, you know, investing in straight makes us straight stocks and ETFs. And so we were just talking to each other about our own strategies for retirement. And, you know, we're thinking, you know, if we're able to manage our own portfolios, does it make sense to even have a financial advisor? So really just curious if when seeking out a financial advisor, as far as timing should be consideration of, I can find someone else who does it all day, every day and could possibly give me a better return than I could myself. Or uh, from more of a standpoint where when my finances start getting to a point where I can't manage it myself, uh, as well as I should, I should seek out a financial advisor. So a lot of information, but again, my main question is, uh, when would you recommend someone should consider start seeking a financial advisor instead of just doing things themselves? Thanks, guys. All right, great question. Uh, Caleb, obviously very, very sharp individual. Um, thanks for the props on the bro talk. But not the sound bites. Sorry, the knock on Steve, the producer Steve over there on the sound bites. I like the sound bites. I don't know. Wasn't a very specific recommendation. Like. Yeah. What would you like to see changed, Caleb? Yeah, that would less be, corny, would be good. less. I don't know. More what? More what and less what? Okay. Um, all right. Here's the deal. We get this question a lot. Very rarely is it an audio question. Now, uh, I'm going to answer this a variety of ways. I promise I, I will view, I will give you my opinion, Caleb, in a second, but I want to answer this as far as the iteration of this show, this program, what we're doing here, etc. We launched this show uh, two years ago now as an attempt to reach masses who weren't necessarily uh, wealth management type clients for Jewel Financial. Obviously, you know, we run an advisory firm. We, we work with folks all over the United States. The firm is, I mean, medium size, not massive, but it's, you know, quarter billion dollars under management. It's a decent sized firm. But we love, we have a passion for talking and helping people that are just, you know, not at the stage that they have a half a million dollars to invest. And they're not five years from retirement. They're in this stage of, hey, I'm just getting started. DIY money was birthed out of that idea to just really help motivate people to you know start from the very early stages of getting out of debt, developing an emergency fund, all the way to uh, complex investment strategies like backdoor Roths or HSAs, as 
Daniel loves to talk about and other strategies that many other financial people, they might talk about the budgeting. They might talk about how important it is to save. And then they get to the investment uh, world and they have to stop and they have to stop because they're not licensed and or they do it in their advisory practice, but they don't invest like I'm the chief investment officer of the firm. Daniel's the certified financial planner of the firm. So they kind of they stop. So we viewed, hey, this is a great, we have a unique ability that we can talk about all the things that has made us personally successful in our personal finances, which we have passion about, we have passion for to help other people. But then we don't have to stop. We can talk about the, the tenants that we work with clients every day, that people pay us to help them in that world. That was the whole goal. Never did we believe, I'm a, and I, I'd like to think I'm a visionary. Daniel and I work very closely on, on long-term visions for the firm, but I would say never did we go, hey, this will result in people going, hey, how do I work with you all, but I'm not an advisory client. I'm not a comprehensive wealth management client. Thus, our wealth development program was born, and and so this is not a plug. This is not the, this is not the objective, but I am sharing with you why... We have evolved into this. Um, why we still don't take sponsors on the show? I get hit with a sponsorship opportunity every every week. Our numbers are are we're in the top one percent of podcasts, and you do not hear sponsors for a new mattress or some kind of uh, you know smoothie. So why is that? Because it's not what we want to promote. We don't we don't desire to do that. But the wealth development program is, and Caleb, I'm not saying you This is you don't have to, you don't have to do this, and I'm going to answer your question, but it is for a person like yourself who says, I don't, I don't, need, to, I don't need somebody to help me invest my money. I don't need to, now, some people do. Some people are like, I don't want to do it, and that's fine, but I'm not saying that's you. I'm saying you are like me. Even though I'm an investment professional, I do this every day. Yes, I watch my investments, chief investment officer for the firm, et cetera, but I have a Daniel. I have somebody that I can go into his office, 30 feet from my office, and sit down and say, hey, what a, should, I be t- should I run the numbers for me if I need to do this backdoor Roth, which I did this year? Or, you know, why, why I'm, you know, I need to do this HSA. You know, I need you to look at my overall plan. I do this every day, and I still go to a Daniel and a Logan. We, we all communicate, and we look at it, and, and Daniel does that for, for me on occasion. Now, he is a certified financial planner, so it's less, but ultimately, he at times says, hey, what, what do you think about this? I'm, I'm renting, right? You had an issue mm-hmm. with your owner and, you know, whatever and uh, whatever. So yeah, We pitch things around. Exactly. There, there is value in that. It sounds like you're doing it with your buddy, but there's value in that. So we developed a wealth development program. Um, it's on the site. It's on our, it's on our, on our advisory site, jewelfinancial.com. It's on our advisory site. You can find out more information on there. Now, I'm going to stop that because I, I genuinely, Caleb, this is not a plug. So I know you're rolling your eyes and you're going, That's a, that was a pitch. No, no, I'm just sharing with you the iteration. To answer your question, it's as follows. When you feel like, and this is a qualitative answer because I don't think there's a quantitative answer here. I, I genuinely don't think it's asset size. I don't think it's um, age. I think it's a qualitative question. When you feel like, a second opinion, a professional second opinion, not necessarily a friend or a buddy or a colleague, but a second opinion and an overall review of your plan is worthwhile, that's when it's important to engage a financial professional. However, however, 
you have to find the right financial professional that will allow you to just have them look at your overall situation and that's it. And you know as well as I do, the reason you've not done that is because it's kind of like walking on a car lot. And no disrespect to people who are in that industry, and I know there are a few out there because you reach out and you give me great information. But I love, I bought my last car from Carvana because I don't want to walk on a car lot. I just don't like it. I, 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 you know, I'm a target. I'm going to be sold a car. And sorry, but that's just, so why is that? Why is Carvana so popular? You can do it in the comfort of your own home. You don't have somebody reaching out to you, et cetera. So I know you haven't done this because you don't want to be tried to pitch insurance. You don't want to be pitched some whole life annuity. You don't want to be pitched some, you know, long-term. And you don't want somebody else to say, I can manage your money. So you have to find, whether it's a wealth development program like ours or something else, where you can say, hey, can I pay you to almost be a consultant to just review my situation? Obviously, there's a demand for this. We're seeing it. It's a part of our business now that is growing rapidly. Unbelievable. Uh, But ultimately, that's the time, in my opinion, that you should seek that out with quantitative expectations. I want to caution you. I promise I'll get to Daniel in a second. Sorry, right. I'm here you when you're ready. This. I want to caution you. You mentioned they look at it every day, and therefore maybe they could do better, air quotes, than I am. You are referencing performance and returns. I will tell you, do not ever, all of you, go to a financial advisor professional seeking, quote, better returns. That is setting your own setting you up for disaster when it comes to the overall relationship. Your returns and your expectations should be in line with your goals, your objectives, and whatever benchmark it is that you want to set, whether that's the S&P 500, a diversified portfolio, whatever. That's fine. But the idea of seeking out better returns, that's dangerous. And setting that advisor up for failure and you up for frustration Mm-hmm. Daniel. Yeah, absolutely. The <clears throat> the returns discussion um, is less about returns and more about risk and allocation and, and so forth. You're not just you know chasing um, a higher performance per se. And I think that gets to the heart of Caleb's question is Caleb is in one question sort of talking about two important sides of uh, an advisor or the financial um, advisory relationship, because on the one hand, you have investment advice, um, and there's a plethora of investment advisory options from, you know, the person down on your local main street, uh, that is a totally independent investment advisor to, um, you know, troops of investment advisors that work for the, you know, the big investment brokerages, the Fidelities, the Schwabs, et cetera. Uh, and, and those people, and, and even, I mean, really mutual fund managers are in a sense, um, in, you know, investment advisors, they're advising the mutual fund and you're buying into that and they're putting into it. If you don't own an index fund, they're putting into it what they advise that you own. And so that's just pure investment advice. But then on the flip side, you have financial planning. Now at our firm, financial planning and investment advisory goes hand in hand. We, we take a comprehensive approach. But there's some places that you go, uh, you know, some local investment advisors that you might go to that they will sort of do some financial planning, but most of what they're doing is just advising you on what investments to buy based upon some of your goals, but they're not looking at an overall picture. So I think it's important, Caleb, to sort of really discern and understand which you're really going for. Because again, if if you're going for the investment advice and the purpose of that is to just get better performance, I don't know that you'll do it. You're already listening to DIY Money. You seem like a smart individual. 
uh, who can wade through some of your finances on your own. So if it's the just the investment side, I don't know if that time would ever come if you are competent and comfortable in what it is you're doing. Now, the financial planning side could be totally different because uh, the financial planning side is an objective look at your overall life goals and plans, including the investment part and whether or not they're accomplishing your goals, but also is everything in balance, reviewing your tax situation, your insurance situation, uh, taking a look at your budget, really projecting out your goals, looking for opportunities and threats in your financial life, and so forth. And it's an objective set of eyes, like we were talking about earlier, that even we bounce off of each other to see what are we missing, what are we not thinking about in our own personal lives, business lives, etc., because Genuinely speaking, everybody needs that at some point in their life. Uh, now, when you're just starting out and you're paying off debt and you're just trying to budget, you know you might not need that comprehensive level of approach. But as you get established in life and you have you know assets that you're concerned about, or you have a family there, or you're really trying to achieve goals that might conflict. So you're trying to save for retirement, but you also have short-term goals and education for the kids and various things like that. Or should I max out? IRAs or should I have taxable savings, things of that nature, it's really good to be able to talk to somebody who can wrestle through some of those objective perspectives and questions together. So example, I know we beat the dead horse of um, using fitness as an analogy a lot of times. So for the past, I don't know, 10 years, I've pretty much done cycling on my own. I know enough about how to push my body, how to not push my body, etc. But uh I started to plateau over the last, I don't know, nine months in sort of seeing real fitness gains. So this spring, I consulted with a cycling coach, a USA Cycling Level 1 certified coach. I don't know. They're experienced in looking at the data and providing objective analysis and helping me to see what I might be able to tweak and get just more out of the workouts I'm doing so that I can optimize my time, optimize what I'm doing, etc. Financial planner works in that fashion. So if you're looking at your financial situation you're not confident or you want to know whether or not your goals are in conflict with each other or how to optimize or how to do better, that's where that comes in. And they should really be able to provide a value to your overall financial picture that meets or exceeds uh, what you're paying them. That's that's their whole goal is to keep you on track and keep you focused on the long-term goals. One of the things, I'll wrap it up here, that took us a very long time to figure out, and you can just, again, it's very transparent on our site, but the pricing model for this, uh, that's why it was a delay. The delay, we've t- been talking about this a long time, but it's, is trying to find a, an appropriate pricing model um, that fits both what an individual is seeking in your professional career right now, uh, but also compensating the advisor side so that it's worthwhile to spend you know, 30, 40 hours to not only put together a plan, but, uh, you know, uh, reviews and so forth. So that's that's been difficult because uh, it's not out there. We're, we're really breaking new ground, uncharted territory. So anyways, hopefully that answers your question, Caleb. I thought it was great. Really appreciate it. Um, thanks for all the comments regarding the bro talk. Love some more clarity on the nuances, though, of the, uh, what do you call them? The uh, uh, sound bites? Sound bites, yeah. yeah. So. What we've got here is... Failure to communicate. Remember, friends, secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your questions aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.